You're listening to the regular podcast from Pete the Vet's blog. This was first broadcast on East Coast FM. Pete Weatherburn, you're back. Thanks very much for dropping in. And uh, we've into that season and I heard a few bangers go off. Yeah. Um, and the doggies will be uh, getting scared. So just give us the general warnings about it. Well, I suppose the main thing is that dogs hate bangers way more than we do for two reasons. First of all, they've got really sensitive sense of hearing. So um, if you can imagine if everything you heard was times 10, that's kind of what it's like for them. So one bang is like a massive crash to them. And um, that's the first thing. So the, the simple scale of the noise is upsetting but the second thing is that they, they don't understand it like you and I know that if we hear a banger well it's Halloween in a couple of weeks time it's no big deal whereas as far as dogs are concerned there's no bangers no bangers no bangers no bangers and suddenly woof bang 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 and they you know as far as they're concerned it's very peculiar and uh, they don't understand it and when they, when they hear things that are peculiar that they don't understand they often get upset and get, get frightened um, and so that's the, really the thing that we should be aware of of how sensitive animals are to fireworks and furthermore leading up to Halloween um, I think people should be aware of probably the biggest real problem that we see after Halloween and that is dogs and cats bolting on the night. So if a dog or a cat is is anywhere where they can get away, if they hear these loud noises, they will often just panic and start to run. And um, if they're not carrying some sort of identification, they can get lost. And every year the dog pounds are, um, there's, a, there's a little peak um, soon after Halloween of, of dogs that have been found wandering a neighbourhood, picked up by a dog warden and taken to the dog pound. Uh, and that wouldn't happen if they carried ID. So, first of all, dogs are meant legally to be microchipped, but secondly, or as well as that, they should carry an ID disc. There's nothing on it other than your mobile phone number, so that if your dog does go missing, it can be returned to you promptly. And that's a very simple thing to do. Mm. Is there anything you can do to prepare a dog? Because, uh, you know, a puppy maybe uh, will be more sensitive as well to what's going on, what's going on, and then get scared. But leading up to Halloween at this time, is it too late to introduce sort of measures that they just get used to it? It probably is almost too late now. And what we know is that um, the best way to deal with sound phobias, which is really what this is, is to get animals used to the sounds, starting at a very low level and gradually increasing the loudness over a long period of time. But that really has to be done over months. So um, I suppose there's two areas that people can address for the future. First thing is, if you get a puppy, um, you should actually play soundtracks of fireworks in the background to the puppy, gradually making it louder. So that, like, once the puppy is less than four months of age, their brain is geared to learn about new experiences and not to get frightened. So exposing a young puppy deliberately to sounds of fireworks and thunderstorms and cars and trains and all sorts of things it makes sense to get them deliberately exposed to lots of noises uh, and then they grow up not being bothered about them but secondly if you have a dog that has a known established sound phobia in other words if you've got a dog who does get very upset at this time of year then what you should do is make a mental note to revisit the topic next springtime like march or april get hold of a soundtrack of fireworks and you can download them online from the Dogs Trust website. You can download MP3 tracks of fireworks and you should just play them to your dog very, very quietly from next springtime. Have it in, have it on some sort of player in your dog's way your dog hangs around just and now and again, put it on the background. And once your dog 
learns that those kinds of noises are just part of the normal environment, then they won't be frightened when they hear them later in the year. But you have to do that over many months. There's no point in doing it like two weeks before Halloween. Yeah, and on the night itself, I know we're... When is Halloween? It's Monday week, I think, isn't it? And uh, I don't think you're with us next week, so no, do you want to just yeah. to remind us yeah. of the best thing to do actually on the night? Very simply, you should have a den for your pet, um, be it dog or cat, and that is an enclosed area. Typically, I think of maybe the cupboard under the stairs or maybe a boiler room, somewhere where, which is slightly isolated from the outside, so um, there's no loud noises coming hammering through a window into the room. Um, you put their bed in there, you put some food and water, maybe some toys. Uh, you make a, a, a really cosy area. You might include some of your own clothing that you've worn, so your scent is in the room. Um, ideally, you'd also get a thing called a pheromone diffuser. There's a brand called Adaptil. And what you do is you plug this into the wall and it produces a vapour, which isn't a smell. Instead of a smell, it produces what's called a pheromone. And the pheromone is a, um, it's like a, a, a scent-like molecule, but it's not actually a smell, but it stimulates the brain just like a smell stimulates the brain. And in, in dogs, how this, how this pheromone stimulates the brain is it makes the dog feel calmer and more relaxed and more comforted. So um, these vaporizers work really well for um, dogs that, that get just very anxious. And actually they work well for cats as well. There's a special cat one too called Fellaway. So if you have an animal that does have that kind of acute anxiety over fireworks, it's definitely worth having one of those in your dog's sleeping area leading up to Halloween um, and during Halloween. And, and keep the, them in. Yes, I mean, all animals should be kept <laughs> yeah. in, dogs and cats, just for that particular night. Um, people are remarkably careless about animals and they, they, they won't stop to think. And, you know, the, regardless of the law, there will be fireworks displays of different kinds and... Um, just safer to keep pets indoors during the hours of darkness. That way you avoid problems altogether. And if your dog does bolt, I mean, mm. what should you do? Well, it's, it, it is difficult because I suppose what you, what you naturally do is drive around the neighbourhood looking for them. I think these days also people will be very quick to post onto social media if they've lost a dog. And luckily, people are also very quick to post if they find a dog. So someone like Bray Open Forum on Facebook is really good for this sort of thing. And as well as that, there's Wickler Lost and Found Animals. There's a number of other outlets online where people can um, if they find an animal, they can put a picture up there. Or if they've lost an animal, they can put a picture up there. And I have to say that nine times out of ten when this happens, the, the, the animal is returned to its owner really very quickly. Um, so this helps a lot. But look, you can avoid all that by just getting it an ID tag on your dog. You can buy them in Maxi Zoo for a fiver or something, put it around your dog's neck. That way, if your dog does go somehow get out of your reach, um, somebody else will find them and, and get them back to you very quickly. All right. By the way, I know you're familiar with the Greystones Cancer Support uh, dog, uh, Bonnie. Ah, yes. uh, the dog is doing a meet and greet in Tesco in Greystones selling raffle tickets. The fair play to the dog, I can tell you something. She's you know. a real star, <laughs> isn't she? She's selling raffle tickets. Yeah. Who could refuse Bonnie? <laughs> For Greystones Cancer Support uh, and uh, the draw takes place at the Christopher concert in the Whale Theatre on the 3rd of November. So if you are in the Greystones 
Greystones Tesco and you'll see Bonnie well buy a raffle ticket maybe for for Greystones Cancer Support there's a Christopher concert in the Whale Theatre that's yeah. really exciting so there you go Chris yeah. is doing it presumably he's doing it for the Cancer Support he's very good uh, Chris because he, he lives in the county he's very good at, at supporting charities like that that's great so well done to him anyway thanks Pete thank you Declan and if you want to hear this broadcast again well you can on Pete's website which is petethevet.com and if you want to talk to Pete he's occasionally in the practice you know because you spend a lot of time doing other things these days Pete I uh, know my practice is still my main base is it yeah. on Old Connor Afternoon Bray that's where that's where on Old Connor Afternoon that's where you'll find uh, Pete Weatherburn okay thanks very much indeed Pete thank you okay